Anchor, the best way to make your podcast. Anchor has the ability for you to include guests in your show. Your followers on the podcast can leave you voicemail messages, and you can include them in your show. You can also monetize your podcast with advertising. One of the many features that Anchor offers, and the accounts are free. Most of the other podcast providers want you to pay for all of their services. Anchor does not. Check them out today by going to http colon slash slash anchor.fm and signing up for a free account. Here we are again, the Animal Stories News Team. I'm Uncle Larry. And I'm a little Tommy. Every family should have emergency plans in the event something bad happens. You know, a bad storm could damage your house. You may have to evacuate for some reason. And always include your pet in those plans. Make sure you have a two-week supply of food, water, medicine. Yeah, and make sure you have your ID tags on everything with your cell phone number and all your pet vaccination records. Log on to ready.illinois.gov for more info. Sponsored by the Illinois Emergency Management Agency. <laughs> And now, who's your man? What's your name? Jim Holiday, the Typical Confusion Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 28 of the Typical Confusion Podcast. I'm your host, Jim Holiday, and today we're going to spotlight none other than Lauren Hart with an interview from Philly Health Watch magazine. That's all on the way, plus some music from the aforementioned Lauren Hart. That's all next. You can contact us via email at jimbo1970 at comcast.net or Twitter at Radio Man Jimbo. Keep it here. Lauren Hart's next. Lighting the way. I'm Bob Carson with the Discovery Files, new advances in science and engineering from the National Science Foundation. There's a new synthetic protein developed by Johns Hopkins University that could lead to a new way to find places in the body where disease is present. The protein doesn't detect the disease itself, but once injected, instead gravitates to areas where the collagen has been damaged because of disease. The synthetic proteins are called collagen mimetic peptides, or CMPs. Think of your body as a house, and diseases like cancer as burglars. The bad guys get in there, do their damage, then move on. The CMPs don't go after the perps. They seek out and, under UV light, reveal evidence at the crime scene. Cancer cells can produce enzymes that break down collagen. CMPs are attracted to the collagen that's been damaged and bind to it. Tissue scans let doctors see areas of damaged collagen where disease is probably not far away. The team tested the new synthetic protein on mice and successfully located prostate and pancreatic cancers. To diagnose other conditions, the protein was able to target bones and cartilage in the same way. The method shows promise for locating and treating a wide range of conditions. Finding a non-invasive method for diagnosis through disrupted collagen has eluded science until now. I love a good detective story. The Discovery Files covers projects funded by the government's National Science Foundation. Learn more at nsf.gov.
I'm Tiffany Bucciarelli from Philly Health Watch, where the best way is the healthy way. Join me on this exclusive interview with Lauren Hart, daughter of the legendary voice of the Philadelphia Flyers, Jean Hart. Lauren continues this voice every home game with the amazing delivery of God Bless America before the Flyers take the ice. My interview with Lauren gets personal about her motherhood, being a wife, a survivor of cancer, and how she stays fit and remains passionate about her health. 
So I like to think that a person's health starts and ends in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. You have a beautiful kitchen. I'm sure there's a lot of great cooking going on here. Is it a collaborative effort? Do you do the cooking? Does he do the cooking? Do you both? You know, we all take turns doing the cooking because we all have very different styles. I'm sort of the raw foods, <laughs> salads, soups kind of person. You know, no meats and no none of no fish or anything like that. Um, my husband is exactly the opposite. He is the French style cooking with lots of creams and sauces and and steaks and you know. Heavy, rich, heavy, heavy, rich food, and then you know, for my kids and for my girls, we have a lot of you know ethnic food. We have a lot of Jamaican food, and we eat a lot of Ethiopian food, um, and they're actually kind of kind of closely related. Um, but typical meal, like an Ethiopian meal, we would have um, injera, which is like a big tortilla, like flatbread kind of. It's kind of sour, and it looks like a giant pancake with bubbles. Um, and basically, they they do a lot of just sauces, and you kind of rip off a piece of bread and dip in the sauces. And it's um, maybe nutritionally not the best thing, but it's delish. You know, it's delicious. Um, and other than that, we do veggie burger night and salads. You know, and um, we like to make soups. The girls, we like mm. to just throw everything in the pot. And yeah. you know, the kids like to cook. They like to take part in it and and try different things. And you know, I think they they eat by example. So. They really do, without me nudging them too hard. They eat what kind of the way that I do. That's you know? great. They're following you. Yeah. Great example. For Except them. for the ice cream, which they learned that all on their own. I didn't do that. That's we their dad. We learned about the ice cream, That's right? Their dad. It's That's true. Great. Well, I think a breakfast defines someone's personality. So I'm dying to know what the Lauren Hart Breakfast of Champion is. Well, the breakfast, the breakfast of champions, is the quick. <laughs> Out the door, you know, we have, it's just like, whoa, let's all get out the door this morning. So I try to just, you know, at the beginning of the week, buy variety so every day we can try something different. But we do um, fruits and yogurts and cereals and whole grain breads and, you know, there's not, I'm sadly to say, there's not a lot of cooking going on in the morning, you know. Um, but sometimes I'll, I'll cook things the night before. You know, and have them ready. They just need to be warmed up, and um, they get an actual real hot meal. <laughs> but it's kind of you know, I'm guilty. Like I guess most parents in the morning, it's kind of tough. So I just make sure that I buy, you know, things that are quick, but things that are always pretty healthy. And so they have choices. Right. Yeah. What do you do to maintain your wellness while maintaining your motherhood, your singing career, mm-hmm. and being a wife to one of the most adventurous men out there? <laughs> A lot of times I don't, <laughs> but I, I work on it. I try my hardest. You know, I think the busier you are, the more important it is for you to slow down. You know, to have the opposite and to have those times where you just pause, breathe. You know, clear your head, clear everything. You know, the clutter around you in your life, and just and just take that time to decompress. You know, because there are so many things going on, and I do have to move from one thing to the next so quickly. That if I have those little things in between, mm-hmm. kind of makes it all more manageable. 1999 and 2000 were very trying years for you, uh, with the death of your father and the diagnosis of your cancer. How did you cope, keep yourself away from the stress, and you know, with you personally, but then also tried to keep your family away from that stress? Mm-hmm. How did you deal with that? Well, you know. I believe that when my dad died, I believe the stress was so great on me and it was such a great loss to me that I, the, the stress opened the door for that cancer to awaken. 
You know, and a lot of people, you know, it's a well-documented fa fact that, you know, stress and your health are hand in hand. And Absolutely. so I think, I really do believe that. I think when I got diagnosed so shortly after, I was in such shock, my family was in such shock that we just kind of rode the wave. And it really wasn't until a good amount of time after I was in remission and, you know, healed for years to, you know, manage the stress of what had happened. And it was a pretty long process, you know, and still to this day, I, I think about it and I have to pause sometimes and say, okay, all's right in the world and, you know, and then take, you know, just go forward again. But that, you know, that was a really tough time, you know, that was a really tough time and I don't know how I did it. Talk to me about the importance of the strength of your family unit. I was fortunate enough to be able to meet your family today and you have a beautiful family. Mm -hmm. Talk to me about the strength of that family unit and what that meant to you during these times. Well, you know, my family is new to me, you know, this part of my family. Um, but growing up, my small family, I had a brother and sister and my, my parents in the area, um, ultimately incredibly important, really tight family, very tight-knit family, and very supportive family. And there was a long period in between where it was just kind of my mom and I in the area, and then my brother relocated. But um, my family now, is, is the center of the universe. So health and fitness is a very important mm. part of your life. What's the Lauren Hart workout? Tell me, what do you do? <laughs> well, you know, I've, I've been a, a, a workout um, person my entire life, even as a teenager. You know, I was always into fitness. And um, prior to 2000, prior to going through an illness, I was really sort of a gym rat, you know, seven days a week, and treadmills and hardcore workouts and and a, and a different sort of training, you know. Um, it was really aggressive. It was probably what I needed at the time or what was right in my life. After 2000, you know, I wasn't able to do the things that I was able to do before. And I also didn't want to anymore. I didn't want to do those same things. And I was lucky enough to, to have two very close friends who, who own a gym. And um, Roger and Ilana Schwab really helped me create what my workouts and what my, my, my physical activity that way was going to be. And they worked with, with me from day one. And um, I remember being, in, being working out the first time and I, I was just tears were coming out because I, I couldn't, couldn't really do much. You know, I couldn't do anything. But um, uh, little by little I've incorporated a lot of different kind of things like yoga okay. and dance and gentle, gentle workout. You know, and I, I think, I think it's the right time in my life for that. So you're obviously very busy with everything that you have going on in your life and your growing family, which is exciting. So I'm sure that there's many times that there's not that opportunity to get that physical activity in, in the day. What are some things that you try to incorporate on those known busy days? Mm -hmm. Well, I always talk a lot about, you know, in your mind and your body connection. So if I'm not able, you know, I'm usually able to do something running after kids, as you know. <laughs> Is, is, is a workout. Calorie so, burning actually yeah. workout. In some way, you're riding bicycles or you're doing something and it, you're, you're on the move, so you, mm -hmm. you're not really slow. But I think the mind and body combination is ultimately important. And so on those days that I can't do the things that I want, would like to do, um, I definitely make time to, you know, take a, f take a few minutes to meditate, to breathe, mm -hmm. to listen to music, just to, you know, 
bring everything down to right. a different level and that calmness mm -hmm. um, which I would get from working out as well you know I kind of get that good feeling you know after you get a good workout you're centered you know I just have to do that for myself in the limited space and the right. limited time and grab those quiet moments because as you can hear here there's not a lot <laughs> right exactly <laughs> they're far and few between great what an amazing person Lauren is Thank you for joining me. Make sure you browse around May's issue for some awesome articles and other interviews. I'm Tiffany Bucciarelli, and I'll see you guys next time. Hello again, this is Jim Holiday talking, and this podcast is all about hockey and the legendary voice of the Philadelphia Flyers, Gene Hart and Lauren Hart. Now we're going to play the Gene Hart Memorial, which will close out the podcast. It was just absolutely lived and died by the, the Philadelphia Flyers. And you know, he's the perfect broadcaster of the Philadelphia Flyers. You'd have to tune in your radio and you'd listen, you know, right away if you're turning in, they'd be either winning or losing because you could hear his voice. He had fun with doing his job. In other words, if anyone in life got their dream job, it was Gene Hart. You know, you know what's going to happen to me now. Um, it's a pleasure, Gene. Gene was uh, Mr. Hopper. I remember I went to his house and I'm thinking, he's crazy. He had these cups or mugs or something over the mantle on his fireplace, and, and every morning he'd arrange them in like the standings. I'm like, well, I like hockey, but I, I can't do that. But he was so into it. I'll never forget hearing his broadcast when we won the first cup. At the end, when we won the cup, it's just, we hear those words in our sleep. It's just so natural. He's representing the Flyer fans when he's saying, you know, the Flyers win this now. You know, ladies and gentlemen, the Flyers win this now. It's almost, he's amazed. It's, I gotta say it again to make sure that it's, Flyers are winning the Stanley Cup. It gives me the chills when I hear it still. And uh, it's so ingrained into to the minds and the hearts of hockey fans in Philadelphia that people still talk about it to this day. He was the great broadcaster at a, a perfect time. He, he taught the Delaware Valley NHL hockey, hockey in general for that matter. It's Gene Hart, good night, good hockey.
I'm good. You know, you know what's going to happen to me now. Oh. Oh, you got him. It's a pleasure, Dee. <laughs> I love. Come here. Thank you.